Let the beat drop. Ah, uh, switch it up. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Ah, uh, yeah. This is the Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my main man, DL Glass. And we're talking about collaborations right now. Collaborations. Hip hop for a long time, like in the in the early days, hip hop was just starting out, and we didn't get a lot of collaborations. Right. One of the earliest ones that I could think of is uh Chaka Khan, and she had Melly Mel. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka mm-hmm. Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock Chaka Khan. Mm-hmm. Did that, he have a verse on that? Yeah, that that was a verse. I want to. Uh, I, I want to me all Chaka, because you know I'm the one to keep it warm. Chaka. He rapped on that. You uh, know, like right. okay. And before that, I don't remember a lot of hip hop collaborations where the where the artist collaborated with somebody outside of the genre. But man, Melly Mel did that joint with Chaka Khan. You had the Fat Boys. Uh, let me see, was it the Fat Boys and the Force MDs? There was another big collaboration back in the day. But that led to um, I mean, when Jody Watley made um, made that joint, Friends and Rakim showed up. I was like, mm, what? Okay. Talking about collaborations. Right. You know, Heavy D and Levert. Yes. You know, these are the early days of hip hop, just like R&B had been totally separate from hip hop. And then we started collaborating with R&B artists. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you know, is it an R&B song? Is it a hip hop song? Right. You can't tell now. Right. But the, these collaborations, like, man, in the in the early 90s, Hip hop started collaborating with rock and roll. You had Public Enemy and Anthrax. Right. Jay Z, Limp Biscuit in the 90s, late 90s. Nas changed it. Who? Nas. Nas? Yeah. With a collab? Who did he collab with? Nobody on his first album. And one of the greatest albums ever released. Yeah, but shoot. He there are a lot of people that didn't, that didn't collab before Nas. That had classics. Yeah, Wu Tang didn't collaborate with anybody. Nas dropped first, right? Oh, wait a minute, ninety. Yeah, yeah. Nas did. I'm sorry. Yeah, they probably took a page from his book because he was hanging but, out. But he him. wasn't the only one though. Like, like before that, EPMD didn't collab with nobody. Uh, it was um, two of them. Bismarcky. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, like Big okay. Daddy Kane. You know, they they no no collabs. Nope. Oh wow. But you got to think, how do we get Mary J. Blige and Jodeci? You know where they popped up from? Collaborations. Yeah. Father MC. Father MC Father had both MC, of them singing. Man. Had Mary J. Blige. And Jodeci. And Jodeci. In his background, right? I remember that. I remember that video. Right. Well, I saw it years later because I ain't that old. These are, the, these are the collaborations, though, you know. Right. And before, you know, before it wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. But man, when they opened the when they opened the storm gates and realized that you could do even better mm-hmm. by adding a rapper, but then like I said, Father MC flipped the script, said, I'm gonna add R and B artists. He broke Mary J. Blige and Jodeci. Crazy. Were they label mates or he just They were label mates. Oh they were. Okay. Well, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and no, no kind of in it. They were all on Uptown. Oh, Andre yeah. Harrell, Puff Daddy okay. was was you know A and R. He's the guy pulling the strings. He's the guy that knew to do these collabs. Right. Puff was great. Mary J. Brought Smith and Wesson on the joint. <sighs> Come on now. 
Why are they never mentioned? Smith and Wesson? Yeah. That was one. And and especially considering that they collab with Mary J. Right. She didn't she Grand Pooba was on one of her joints. Biggie. Yeah, Biggie was on the remix of of What's the 411? Out of this world. His verse from Dreams mm-hmm. was the verse he used on the What's the 411 remix. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, what about my honey Mary? Right. Jeans fitting like a glove. Right. These right. are early days of collaborations, but you'll never forget these joints because they meant so much back then because you didn't get it every day. Puff started it. Nah, nah because Jody Wiley and, and Rakim was before Puffy. Before that. And Chaka Khan, I would say Chaka, Chaka Khan might might just get the credit. But this, okay, so uh, Chaka Khan, did, was that a step into hip-hop or hip-hop stepping into, into R&B You know so. I would say that Hip hop Stepped into R&B For that one But I feel for you Was Was very hip hop Even though it wasn't A hip hop song that, that was originally A Prince song I mm-hmm. feel for you Was a song that Prince Made first Okay But Chaka Khan's version Was very hip hop Influenced you know, you listen to the drums and think about what was going on in hip hop at the time. And what stage is that was in her career? What what stage was that she? Was, in? She was in the well. You remember? Remember we talked about longevity and mm-hmm. how R and B artists weren't played right by the same like Chaka Khan. You know, she had been doing her thing since the early seventies. Like, tell me something good came out in the early seventies. Mm-hmm. I feel for you came out in like nineteen eighty five. So that was on the so she's comeback kind of revitalizing. Trying to right, right. This is okay. her. This is her second or third act by now. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, okay. But she she still had way more left in the tank. After I feel for you, it wasn't the last you heard of her. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. You remember when Rick James collab with Roxanne Shante? I don't, but I heard you mention that Lucy's rap. Mm. Check it out. Now was that? Hip that hop. was that was early. Was no, it was a straight. Uh, it was a, well, it was. Okay. A, I would say it was a funk song, but like the the fact that that Roxanne Shante was on it had a hip hop feel. Mm. Now, when it, when they did those early collaborations, did the beat switch up, or did they speed it up? Because I I heard you talk about sp- the speed and the tempo before. Did they speed it up for the rappers? Lucy's rap they- was a. The tempo was kind of slow at the time, like compared to everything else. It wasn't. It wasn't up tempo. Mm-hmm. Chaka Khan, of course, that that song was up tempo. Jody Watley was mid tempo R and B. The original. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think the original just had Rakim on it, though. I, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't think that was a remix. I think he was just featured on the song from the Giddy Up. Okay. Okay. And you know, I got to go back and research that, but I only remember the. The song coming out with Rakim. And that was big for hip-hop. Huge. Right. You know? Okay. But, you know, arguably, like, Melly Mel being, I feel for you was a huge hit, but Melly Mel being on the beginning, like, that was, Mm -hmm. that was huge. I think that, for me, that was the first time I heard a rapper, a rapper on an R&B song. It wasn't the first time I heard a rap on an R&B song. Mm Mm-hmm. It was the first time I heard a rapper on an R&B song. Okay. You know, I got to give a shout-out to Tina Marie for Square Biz. 
Yeah, she, she spit on that. She spit on that thing. Rick wrote that though. Hey, he's a friend. He's Rick a friend. James, of the, bitch. He's a friend of the community. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because if it weren't for artists like Rick James, then we probably wouldn't have hip hop. Rick James was quietly very instrumental yeah. in, in adapting the sound. I mean, go back and listen to Cold Blooded because I think he by was Rick rapping. James. Who yeah. are you? But take mm-hmm. all the singing off and listen to that beat, and mm-hmm. you're not gonna tell me that he wasn't listening to some hip hop when he made that beat. Listen to that bass, booms, <laughs> like that. Sounded like, you know, sounded like a hip-hop beat when they came on and started rocking. Right. But, you know, Rick James was one of those dudes that could do anything, like Prince. Right. Yeah. You know, he he give you any sound. You don't know what's going to come out right. when Rick James dropped the album back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, but the collabs, shoot, now that we're talking about collabs, man, you just got me thinking, like, what are some of the best and biggest Collabs like the game changers. Like we talking about Mary J and Wu Tang. Right. I mean Jodeci and Wu Tang when um that remix. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um Freaking You. Game changer. Yes. Yes. SWV. <sighs> Anything with Wu Tang. Yeah, man. Game changer. Damn. Here's one you don't know. When SWV did right here. Mm-hmm. There was a maxi single that was put out. Had about four or five different remixes. Pharrell, the first time I ever heard Pharrell rap was on the remix of "Right Here" by SWV. Oh wow! And on one of the remixes, mm-hmm. they took a part of his verse from the other remix because he said uh, something. You're not alone. You with me and the S S double W to the V. That's they sampled that part. That's for real. They sampled wow. that part and used it on the other remix. S S double W U V V. That's for real. Wow. These collabs, man. Collabs meant everything back in the day. Damn, I didn't know that was for real. The same way that, like, first time you heard for real was on SWV. The same way that the first time you heard Jodeci and Mary J was on Father MC. Mm-hmm. So not only did hip hop help R and B expand, it was right, vice versa. Right, right, right. Wow. You know, sometimes R and B introduced us to some hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. Like, how were you introduced to Missy? Missy had already been in a group. Yeah, Missy was around for a minute. Before. She was, but she was introduced as a solo artist uh-huh. on Gina Thompson's Gina song. Thompson. The things you he, 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 he have. He, 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 he have. Like, what the hell is this? Or, hey, but she, <laughs> but you know what, though? Yeah. That part of the song yeah. made the song, did it not? Absolutely. Absolutely. After the second time I heard it, I was like. Yeah, this thing's rocking. Yeah. Right. Credit Puff, man. <laughs> Damn, Puff. Collaborations, man. Right. And then you had some, some. Some ones that were kind of, kind of out there, right? You know, like when uh, Jay Z and Limp Biscuit got together. Yeah, like Limp Biscuit had already done a lot of those songs, 
But when they redid them with Jay Z, and then they had premiere and different art, different producers producing some of the remixes, you know, and helping out. They they had a bunch of different people come in to and remix their their, their joints. It helped their career, man. It, yeah, it, it didn't just help their career. Like I would argue that 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 helped Jay Z become the household name that he is. Oh hell yeah! At the time, Limp Biscuit was the big artist, not Jay Z. Right, right, right. Jay Z was big to us. Happen? Limp Biscuit big to them. So right. we discovered Limp Biscuit. They discovered Jay Z. Absolutely, absolutely. That's crazy. Like, how did that collab happen? I don't know, but Rick it was Ruben. A, it was a good thing though. Rick Rubin made that happen. Hey. Had to be Rick Rubin. Sounds like this I I'd just say, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. Been. Maybe. Yeah. But but that was that was good stuff. You know, I remember the first time I saw that fat white man, I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Like when that I, was, the, I, that I, was I, the I, first time you saw Rick Rubin and like you didn't you didn't notice didn't, him in Crush Groove. I, and I all these to, movies back, like he was I, in the whole. He was in the movie the whole time. I was a young, impressionable. Nah, Rick kid. Rick Rubin has been a fixture, absolutely. But in I'm this just, thing from day one, I know. But you know, just my young eyes looking at it, I was paying more attention to Run DMC than I was the White Boy. Because right. you know, oh, another another collab we forgot about. Run DMC, a very early collab. Run DMC and Aerosmith. And Aerosmith. Yeah, like man, we talking about Jay Z and Limp Biscuit and and Public Enemy and Anthrax. Yeah. How are we not talking about that point when they were on? They were basically on the same stage, but they had a paper wall in between the two of them, and they broke through that paper wall. The first video I ever shot, Lil E, I did that for you because I remember that. I had him kick through a fence at old school in Princeville <laughs> because I remember that when they kicked through that paper wall mm-hmm. to blend those and Aerosmith fans discovered Run DMC and Run DMC fans discovered Aerosmith. I think that was, that was so big when they kicked through that paper wall to let you know, that, like they say, a thin line between love and hate. There was mm-hmm. a thin line between what they were doing and what they were doing. Right. And you got to remember that for the most part, uh, Run was really kind of just rapping the original lyrics from the original Walk This Way. Like, Walk This Way was already a song. Damn, you just told me something. They, like they it, remade bro. it. You and know, who took a little that? chance at a high school dance with a girl who was ready to play. Like, that's, you know, it Damn. was already done. Damn. So that's that's a crazy collaboration, man. How forward thinking that white man was. Hey, and Run DMC always dabble with the rock, but the way they did it was was genius because it was always so hard. Like the first time, the first video I saw from Run DMC was Rock Box. Eddie Martinez standing on top of the Cadillac. On top of Larry Smith's Cadillac, playing the hell out of an electric guitar with a little white kid in the video with a Run DMC hat on. Damn, rocking out with them, and I said, "Man, like," and you would think that you're supposed to not like it, but you can't help but like it. It was so dope, man. King of Rock. That's that's you know that's. And that's that, hardcore 
it's almost hardcore rock and roll, but it's hip hop too. And that was before CB4. Oh man, years, years, years. Yeah. Like, like literally, this is like one of the first rap videos I ever saw was Run DMC Rock Box, like 1983. Oh wow. Okay. I, I and it's a dude that. playing the electric guitar in the video, and he is killing it. I just say that because I remember in CB4 when the little white kid was so into rap music, and his dad was dead against it, and he launched this movement against hip hop, and you know what I'm saying. I was like. Damn, that that's what the future. But now in the, in the in the Run DMC video, the kid was just with it. There was nobody trying to turn yeah. him against it. They just didn't show the other side. Of it. Like, <laughs> right, right, sure right, right. Was against it. Yeah, it was it was a weird video. It's like a little. It was like a white professor with gray hair in there. He had the lab coat on and stuff. I don't even know what. I guess they were saying this is a fusion and we putting this together like scientists. I don't know. Rick Rubin. But but hey, yeah. it was a good idea. Wow. I mean, you know, the Beastie Boys were really a, a punk band, kind of. Right. You know, yeah. get Run DMC to write for them, get Rick Rubin. Right. It did work. Yeah. Yeah. But collabs have gotten a little bit, at some point, they got a little bit out of hand for me because it felt like you could not get an R&B song without a rapper on it. Right. And every R&B song don't need a rapper. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, like, No Diggity, for example. <laughs> Is there anybody that feels like Dr. Dre's verse is necessary? No. He was just smoking hot, man. Yeah, he was hot, but yeah. he, he added nothing to that song. Nothing at all. Right. No diggity. You know, I'm no still I'd be looking for a version without him. Yeah. So I can just get straight to get down, good Lord. Make your own. <laughs> oh, I, I I think I was trying to get around to that. Yeah, I've already yeah. chopped that up. Okay. 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 <laughs> But, yeah, it's not necessary at all, mm-hmm. you know. But these collabs have been so successful that we got to a point where we felt like we couldn't make an R&B record. Without a collab. Without including the rapper. Well, let me ask you, when was the first time you heard the R&B singer on a hip-hop beat without the collab? First time I heard an R&B singer on a 100% hip-hop sounding beat? Mm-hmm. Now, that kind of goes both ways. There was they you had the hip hop influence on a lot of beats, like even Chaka Khan, Feel for You, um, Cameo, uh, Word Up, mm, right? Uh, you know they they had a hip hop feel to them. I wish your boy uh, Orange Crush had a song called Action, and he used the drums for that to do uh, Sucker MCs and all them other joints for Run DMC. So. You know, this is a hip-hop producer that also produces R&B and his sound. He also helped Cameo Who figure that? out. That's Larry Smith. Helped Cameo figure out the sound for Word Up and all that. You know, he was slow he down, was influential. Where, where's Larry Smith from? That's, Larry that's Smith is from, I want to say Queens, but I know he's okay. from New York somewhere. Or I'm okay. just assuming he's from New York because this is, you know, this is the dude that was making a lot of Run DMC's beats. It wasn't just Rick Rubin, right? Yeah, it was. It was Larry Smith. Yeah, and and the the whole name Crush Groove, like the movie Crush Groove, mm-hmm. like Larry Smith's group was called Orange Crush, and the drums, he used a variation of those drums for every song on Run DMC's album that had Crush Groove in parentheses, mm. because he's from Orange Groove, 
Orange Crush, the the drums from the Orange Crush song "Action" is the Crush groove. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So everything that you know, there were a lot of songs that felt like hip hop, but the first one that really, really took it took it there, right? And just like like all those other joints, they were made with drum machines. And you could use the same drum machine that you use to make a hip hop song and use them behind R and B songs. So we started that started showing up like that's where you get your Chaka Khan and all that from. Yeah, but I'm talking but, about But when you say really, when did it really happen? Right. Soul to soul keep on moving. Keep on we knew those drums uh-huh. from picking boogers and they were sampled. Mm. And had never heard an R and B song. On the sample, well, you go back. You had DJ Hollywood. Um, he sampled that first, okay, and and he sang on that. Uh, Looking back in time to the corners of my mind, that joint was dope, but it never, you know, it didn't didn't make waves. You got to be a real head to even know about that song. But when Mary J did, um. I love you with the Smith and Wesson remix. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a nod to the DJ Hollywood joint. Okay, okay. That had already happened in the in the mid eighties, mm-hmm. but Soul to Soul was the real deal. First time that this is a hip hop track, right? And now it's it was so hot that. That beat from Pickin' Boogers was used on every R&B song that made it for like two years straight. Wow. Sybil came out, and she she used that sound a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the hip-hop sound. She sampled hip-hop drums. Okay. She did uh, Don't Make Me Over right. and Walk On By. Right, right. And she had that song called um, Let It Rain. I want to let it rain, tell me. And the Bismarcky, um, uh, make the music with right. <laughs> slow that beat down and made a slow jam out of it, and it was absolutely insane. And Sybil, speaking of North Carolina mm-hmm. roots, she was the homecoming queen at A and T. Oh wow! You see what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Yeah, I did sound at a party with K-Nice and Jimmy Jam with DJing. Dude was having his birthday party. He had Sybil performing. Jimmy Jam? Oh, it's a DJ up in High Point, Greensboro oh. area. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He, he was on the wheels. Okay. I was just doing the sound that night. I brought the sound system in. Right. And I got a chance to meet Sybil. She was real cool people. We got to get her on the podcast. Cause I know she could tell some stories. Because she is a true pioneer. Because Soul to Soul was from England. Mm-hmm. Right. But our person here in America mm-hmm. who is the queen of singing on hip hop beats. It's not Mary J. Blige. Okay. It was Sybil. Mary J. came out. She's, you know, she's just doing what Sybil did already mm. with um, Real Love Top Billy. Well, Sybil did it with Biz Markie. Mm-hmm. Two of Biz Markie's joints already. So, so the formula, the formula was already there, right? And that there could have been somebody else, but these are joints that I know made national waves and played all over the place. 
So Soul to Soul, that that was, you know, that was something that that was brought over here from England. But I thought you were gonna say Sybil Vanilli. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Sybil Sybil is ours though, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. That right. but Millie Vanilla is another one. That they, you know, the same drums that we heard in Paid in Full. Mm-hmm. We heard in Girl, you know it's true. Right. And that started a trend of using those drums on a lot of other different songs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the first times I really heard true hip hop sampled drums with R and B. So, you know, it's that era. Soul to soul first. Mm-hmm. Um Sybil, Millie Vanilli, Mary J. Blige, you know, mm-hmm. took it and ran. And there are countless others after that. Right? Right, Even right. the Gina Thompson, the things you do, you're talking about one of the dopest collabs ever. Yeah. Uh, when you hear those drums, you think Peter Piper. Pepper, the run rock rhymes. Right. Right. So. Damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. And then we get all the way to here. And, you know, there's the line is blurred now between hip-hop and R&B. There's not, you yeah. know. You, I think you don't even know what category to put it in anymore. Still, I think it still all falls under rhythm and blues now. It's you pop. Know, it's pop. Cause Drake Drake is R and B, and and they consider Drake pop, right? Right. Well, some consider Drake pop, some consider hip hop, but you know, yeah. yeah. Lil John did. Um, he had that song with Ubi, nothing, nothing in life is free, nothing in life is free. He took his sound. That was the first time I heard Lil John produce an R and B joint. Of course, he did Usher. Yeah, and he did Sierra Goodies and all that stuff later. Right. But the experiment that was thrown out there that worked mm-hmm. was Ubi. Nothing's free. Okay. Shawty, said we look for love. Shawty, you know, mm-hmm. that, that that joint was dope. Okay. Nothing in life is free. And it had look, the signature of Lil John hip-hop beat. I don't think Lil John get enough food. Mentions Lil John is one of the greatest producers of our time, right? But they give it to Dre or Puff. They don't even mention Lil John. It's uh, I think there's just a bias there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Lil John's special, and you know why? Because Lil John's from down south. Yeah, and I think um, <clears throat> the. Well, I, you know, I think at the end of the day, I think that most people will recognize that that there's kind of a difference between, like, Dre and Puff. Yes. You know, I think when people when people think Dre, they, they kind of see him in the studio hands-on. When they think Puff, they see him in the studio directing. Right. You know, and, and both of them are important. Mm-hmm. But... I think that you see Dre as a hands-on composer. Right. And Puff is a visionary. Mm-hmm. You know, a visionary producer. Right. Right. Damn. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but collaborations, man. Yeah. Like, did that helped this whole genre grow. So is it, what would you credit the greatest collab? Hmm. The greatest hip hop collaboration ever. I 
Do we go with the first? Is it Chaka Khan and Melly Mel? I don't know. I or think- do you go with your heart and think about one of your favorite songs? What's your favorite one? What's your favorite hip hop R and B collaboration? Shit, man. It, me. Of course, I'm biased because I'm East Coast all day. And that Mary J and Smith and Wesson joint, man. Like, That's, man, or, yeah, I would have to do a top five, you know? like. Be, but Mary J would have Mary J, Smith and Wesson, SWV, Wu-Tang. I, I would say Mary J, Smith and Wesson, Mary J, Grand Pooba. When I there, what's the 411 was insane, too. Mary, yeah, Mary J and Biggie. Right. Like those those would take three of my top spots, top five spots. I'm gonna add Chaka Khan and Jody Watley in there. Jody Watley and Rock M was man. That was that was some dopeness. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know, man, like that that's a tough one for me. To name the other two for me would be tough. Cause it might be Mary J and Beth. Oh, <laughs> you see, Mary J. Mary J. Is she? Yeah, hey, that man. that's hey, Puffy. Puffy knew what to do, and and you know, five, all, all he did was took the mixtape game and and brought the life in the studio. Puff and uh, I mean, not Puff, Mary J. And and, and Jay Z. Mary J. Can't knock the hustle. Was dope. Man, what? That was dope. <laughs> But you know, I even like married uh, Jay Z and Maya, best of yeah, me. Yeah, I like that. Great too. collab. Yeah, I like that too. You know, yeah. Old Dirty and Khalees. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Dirty. What? Baby, I got your money. Yeah, that was dope too. It's been some great collabs, and we right. we haven't even gotten into recent stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to pick one. Cause the recent stuff, man. I I always been a fan of this track, man. That. Uh, Rick Ross and um, The Weeknd, The Money Dance. No, that's your joint? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's my man. That dude said, uh, he said, he said, baby, I'm a dance with you. Don't step on my toes because you're going to make my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he said, uh, not the weekend, I mean the dream. He said, all the bitches out the pool because we're about to park the boats. Oh, now now the dream. Uh, another guy from North Carolina. I know, man. Hey, he he had some joints. Man, I don't know. I can't give you a, 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 other than the East Coast stuff, you know. I, I don't really know a West Coast collab that made me like, that's that's that joint. A West Coast collab. Uh, let me see. DJ Quick and Lucy Pearl. Let's get down. I can't remember. Oh, no, it's Tony, Tony, Tony. My fault. Oh. Uh, let's get down. Let's oh, yeah. get down. Let's get down. That beat down. was crazy, man. Yeah, that's yeah. a collab for you right there. And, and Quick is a, a underrated producer, too. Oh, one of the greatest ever. Yeah, man. Now. Speaking of collabs, do we call Nate Dog? Uh, what is is what? what is Nate Dog? If Nate Dog is an R and B, is Nate Dog an R and B artist? I don't know, man. Because regulate regulate is one of the greatest collabs man. ever, hands down, hands down, man. That joint's so crazy. It had me do karaoke. 
Mm-hmm. Had me do karaoke. <laughs> he said, "Had you doing the karaoke?" Man, me and my cousin. Shout out to Nate, man. We did karaoke with that joint right there in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> oh wow! First time and last time ever doing karaoke. But regulators came on. I had to jump up on stage. <laughs> did you like where you move? Outcast and Sleepy Brown. Sleepy Brown was an R and B artist. Yeah, I like the way you move. Yeah, that was. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, Ja Rule and Ashanti collabed on a bunch of stuff. And that was always, always a hit. They ain't never missed. I don't think Ja Rule and Ashanti missed on one song. They didn't. Ja Rule didn't miss on no collabs, though. Kanye and Jamie Foxx. Overnight Celebrity. Gold Digger. Oh, Gold, yeah. 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 Kanye and Twister. Nas and Lauren Hill. I can't even play that joint around my kids. Man. If I rule the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about, oh, man, what about the roots and Erica Badu? Uh, I, I prefer the roots and Jill Scott. You like that version first, better? Yeah, I like I, that. that that's the one that I heard first, too. Shout yeah. out Ty C. Yeah, we were in man. Miami. He said he was working for MCA. He was like, yo, man, the Roots about to drop this crazy joy. I can't give you a copy, yeah. but I can play it for you. It got this, this girl on there named Jill Scott. And yeah. then when I heard the record again, it had Erica Badu. Right. But the first time I heard it, had Jill Scott. Yeah, man. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 50 Cent and Nate Dog. Yeah. Hold Girl, on. oh, let me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So you know, collaborations like they, they work, and yeah. they they like they started in the eighties, but they carried us all the way through the two thousands, man. Absolutely. Petey Pablo and Sierra, <sighs> my goodies, my goodies. Yeah, <laughs> that's a collab. Yeah, yeah. So that there, there've been some really good collabs. Um, what's the joint? Chris Brown, um, sex, sex, sex planes and automobiles, sex pills and automobiles. Yo Gotti and all them on that track, man. Chris Brown do some dope collabs, man. Oh yeah, yeah. And he'll get on that joint and spit too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. For sure. Um, the the greatest collaboration album. Let me see if you're going to get these folks their credit, man. This dude, his credit, man. Like, as much as everybody canceled R. Kelly. Thank you. Like, I ain't trying to be funny or nothing, but that R. Kelly and Jay-Z album was good. It was good, I, good. I heard the I hate that it. I hate that everything happened the way it happened because that was, that was a legendary collaboration right there. I like the underground one better than the commercial release one. Because they had an underground one that came out months before the commercial release, but they couldn't clear all of the music that was sampled on the underground one. Mm. Yes, but that album, man. You remember when Biggie got on the 112 joint on the remix? Hold on. The one with Biggie or the one with Biggie and Mace? Oh, man. I'm talking about just the one with Biggie right now. Only you. Yeah, Um, I know. And then uh, they, they did they, another one, right? Right. Come all you want to. Come all you want to. Big, uh, uh, Biggie and big, Faith. P- big Pun and Joe. I don't want to be a player no more. Biggie and Faith, man. Biggie and Faith. 
That's yeah. That's something to think about. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh man, Ursa and Lil John, lovers and man, friends. Man, I I think I think it was two two of those right. Two versions of the song, you mean? Yeah, Usher. I don't even remember. They had I'm Usher. Tell Lil me John, again, and, and that that was with Ludacris. That was a, to me. That was a game changer. That's what I'm saying. That was a game changer because like we had heard collabs before, but on this one, it's like it was something you never heard. You never heard it like that. If if the song come on right now, I'm gonna put it on repeat until it just start repeating. <laughs> right, right. Uh, R. Kelly and Lil Kim feeling on your booty. I don't even remember Lil Kim being on feeling on your booty. <laughs> 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 I do remember her with Mary J though. Uh-huh. I can love you better than and Lil yeah, Kim came on. She did her thing. That was okay. Salt yeah. Pepper in Vogue. I don't remember. That. It wasn't one of my favorite joints though. So I was yeah. I started not even bringing that up. What a man! Okay. What a man! What a man! What a man! Good man. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. R and B song to me one of the, one of the greatest collabs ever. Like Jagged Edge had "Let's Get Married" already. Mm-hmm. But when they bust that remix out, yeah, use an old like Run four. DMC joint, and yeah. then have Run come back and spit on that Joker. Right? Come on, man. That's a that was one of the best collabs ever. Total and Biggie, can't you see? Mm-hmm. Foxy Brown and Case. Why we Why we on that? You know what I'm saying? Right. Popeye, just keep me laced up. Right. 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 And that's back when when it still meant something to have a rapper on there. You know, like when Biggie showed up on the Total Joint and Foxy showed up on the Case Joint. Yeah, like it meant something for the R and B artists that these rappers are up here. They made the songs hotter. Like it wasn't like you heard that new Case. Nah, you heard that new joint with Foxy Brown on it. Right. <laughs> you, you heard that new joint with Biggie on it with them girls singing. What girls? I don't know, man. Some girls, but the song is dope. <laughs> so uh, I talked about um, best album rap and R and B collabs, but I forgot one that runs a close second to the R Kelly and Jay Z. What's that? The Beyonce and the Carters. That was a good album. Man, that, that was a good album. I wonder, and that I, was a good I album. keep saying to myself every time I listen to Ape Shit, how many times did Jay-Z go back and redo his verse after Beyonce got on it? That song's kind of dope, Ape Shit. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it got, it, got, it got quietly slept on. Um, On the Run 2. Oh, man, that, that was great. Said, that was a great what song. Say, if they send you to heaven and send me to hell, just sneak out and bring me a box of L's. <laughs> how about, how about, um? all right, here's one. Chris Brown, look at me now with Busta Rhymes. And Lil Wayne, right? Is that I, the one with Lil Wayne? I don't care who else is on that song because... The verse that Busta Rhymes spit on that joint. You got to give credit to Lil Wayne, though. You know why? Busta said it himself. That that he, Wayne made him go harder. Go back and do your uh, verse over. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to, look, Busta Bust, <laughs> you ain't going to like your verse after I finish what I'm getting ready to do on it. <laughs> God knows. Yeah. Yeah, boy. 
Oh, man, we'll be here all day talking about some of the dopest collabs, you know. But that's uh, I think I think we hit up. Lil Wayne and Destiny Child, man. What? What song was that? By the Ink Duck, like the Subway in Harlem. Oh, man, what song was that? I can't even remember, but I remember was, that. Was that I, Soldier? I need a, I need, I need a, I need a soldier. soldier. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Nas and Missy with Hot Boy. But you know what? I that's I thought that was a bad performance from Nas. I love Nas, but I don't I don't think that was just his okay. kind of beat. But it, but it was a collab. Yeah, it was a collab. And it actually yeah. kind of, you know, it kind of worked cuz you just like, "Ooh, that's Nas." Yeah. But, you know, after that nobody go back and like nobody's ever asked me to play Hot Boy. Since that song went Since away. It came out, yeah. You know, so I think yeah. that that says about all you need to know. Right. About, but about most, that joint. It was all shock value. It's like, Nas and Missy? Yeah. Yeah, let me hear it. Okay. All right. And That's then that it. was and you were done with it. <laughs> <laughs> any of them other songs you talked about, people still bumping them joints. You know anybody bumping hot boys right now? No, I don't. I don't either, man. Yeah. It's no diss tonight. Still greatest MC ever. Yeah. But yeah. He, it just didn't. But you know, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't right. his wasn't his thing. He was just as useless on that beat as Dr. Dre on No Diggity. He was. He just take him right off the song and what well, it's better now. Yeah. And and since we mentioned Drake and I called him top forty. Uh Drake and J. Cole got a track right now that I think So so which one is the R and B singer? Drake. Drake. <laughs> yeah. Drake is so much of a rapper that when he collabs with another rapper, I don't consider it an R and B singer and a rapper. (laughs) Like he got he he got a collab with a with an R and B singer, but you know, but he got Drake got so many like he's yeah oh Alicia Keys and Jay Z Empire State of Mind was dope. Alicia Keys and Drake was dope, and but you know Alicia Keys has has done a lot of great absolutely. You know she she done a lot of great collabs. Yeah. Um, but that New York State of Mind, that jump crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, not New York. What what is it? Empire. Empire State of Mind. Yeah, Empire State of Mind. In New York took Nas joint yeah, though. That was that was the joint. Yeah, he took Nas joint though. Yeah, man. Yeah. Let's shoot. Are we are we done talking collabs right now? Yeah, man. Are we done talking collabs. It's All right, it's been twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Forty five. We'll move on. We'll move on. All right. Well, let's get on out of here, man. We're gonna let yes, you sir. go do what you do. You can put the headphones down, or cut car off, or go in the house, or whatever you need to do. Uh, this has been the Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my friend here, Theo Glass, and we'll be getting back with you next week with another episode. Peace and soul.